2: to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM, Eddie Gross and Joe Ostrowski here with you. It is BetQL court time. Oye, oye, back in session. Joe, you've been off for a couple of weeks, and so I'm sure you have at least one thing to kvetch about, someone to throw into jail. Where would you like to start?
0: Oh, I could go anywhere. Now, I could start (laughs) with uh, over the weekend, almost witnessing a brawl at a fall ball baseball game, uh, that
1: nice. has some potential. But,
0: I, but I'm going to go. I'm going to go with something I, I know that Paul Aspen is also passionate about. Something that might actually end up in real court, Ed, not just betQL oh. court, but real court. The Chicago White Sox week. Okay, let's let's go <laughs> over the week. That was the White Sox. Laugh. And sometimes yeah. the stories just write themselves. First, you have uh, the chatter of a potential move to Nashville. And then Nashville says, we don't want you. So now they're looking for stadiums because their stadium deal's up in six years. And nobody really wants the White Sox. So that's out there. And, and then you have the most loyal owner probably in baseball and Jerry Reinstorf. And there's this assumption that nothing's going to change. Nothing's ever going to change. And then even though the entire season has been a disaster, it was shocking to fire Ken Williams and Rick Hahn, believe it or not. Maybe people from the outside don't believe that, but it was shocking. And now there are reports that Rick Hahn went to the owner and resigned and they wouldn't let him quit. You're under contract, buddy, you can't. Like the, the week that they had, and then we get to Friday. Two women were shot in the left field bleachers. Not taking shots, shot by a bullet. That, that's what's happening. And we still, on Monday morning, we don't know if the shot came from inside or outside of the stadium. There were actually people that showed up on Friday night, Ed. Why? Because there was a post-game concert for Vanilla Ice. I know some people that actually went to the game, not to watch the White Sox and Oakland Athletics, but to watch this 90s concert. I forgot who else was there, but Vanilla Ice was going to perform. By the way, never any announcement about, oh, hey, there there could be some danger here. Two people have been shot uh, during the game. A commander told the White Sox, hey, you guys should probably stop playing baseball. But no, no, they decided to keep on playing. They did. I guess they were worried about the mass panic, whatever. Um, The only, they canceled the concert and all they told people was technical difficulties. No, we come to find out that two fans were actually shot during the game. So I was surprised to see anybody there yesterday. Uh cuz my wife actually brought it up. I'm like, uh maybe we should go to the Sox game. I'm like, um no. I don't want to <laughs> get shot. I'm not going to the White Sox game. I know we have nothing to do and the schedule's full. Uh schedule's open, but no, I'm not interested. So so what a week. What a week. Oh, and by the way, the report is that they're going to keep it in-house. So part of the problem was uh Is there lack of development in the organization? And they're probably just going to promote Chris Getz, former White Sox player, to be the next GM of the team. So uh, there's that. So maybe it's going to be in real court, but um, what a week. What a week for the White Sox. When I see Paul Aspen tweeting about how bad you are, you know you've reached an all-time low. I
3: didn't – like, honestly, even Kenny's statement, Kenny Williams' statement, I'm reading I'm like, this could be fake. This could be like someone like it up. <laughs> like people yeah. flying in for this funeral or that funeral because they love me. White Sox fans. Well, I was like, this has to be a joke. And you left out the best part. Tony's mm-hmm. back. Tony oh, is back yeah. as a consultant in the front office. Oh I thought I that was fake too. That's why I tweeted. I was like, you could tell me everything in the last twenty four hours about <laughs> the White Sox was a bit, and I would have to consider <laughs> believing it. That's and you amazing. tweeted that before the fans got shot oh way before yeah like that's just (laughs) like we were talking about jury duty in the break this could be jury duty this could be the white Sox hitting camera version of jury duty and i'd have to believe that it was that you would be telling me the truth
0: yeah it's unbelievable it's crazy (laughs) what a week
2: I want to get back to the shooting here. I, I, I mean, it's probably the most serious of all of these things, but with yeah. all the cameras out there and, you know, not just the official ones, like for the broadcast, but also, you know, camera phones and things like that, they haven't figured anything out. And it's been no. three
0: days. No, I, I've seen a like, the slow there's... motion video that's making the rounds on Twitter that you could find quickly. And, it, and it's halfway up the left field bleachers where you see, there's like a s- sudden movement it's far like you really can't make much out but no okay yeah and i know what you're getting at and you're right they're lying of course they know what happened i mean i'll i'll take a wild guess that it happened in the stadium because they're keeping everything hush hush I mean, it was right. it was shocking that it came out that Hey, a commander told them to stop playing baseball, but they had to march on to the 12-4 Oakland A's victory on Friday night to get to the post-game concert that never happened. But yeah, I don't, I don't think well, Paul, you saw the
3: video, right? Uh, I saw a clip of it. Yeah, like I didn't I didn't watch I, it multiple times, but like but I'm saying the I location the
0: of of the location of where the shot apparently happened, I don't know how it could come from outside of the stadium.
3: I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to laugh, but like this theory <laughs> that like a bullet flew into the stadium, like the corn uh video from the nineties, what was that? Uh the animated oh, one. Oh yeah. yeah. Freak on a leash. Yeah, like that's it was a kind of the theory. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, Zoom, and like t- t- like how does that happen? Like I guess like you know, bullet fragments can go up technically and come down. I think. I think that's happened probably. And hit two women? Oh, yeah. And injured injured two women? Right. I know. (laughs) And like you said, I think the best part about it is that, like, if if that was the case, they would have, like, they would be doing everything they can to prove that that's the case. And they're not. Instead, they're like, Mm -hmm. oh, maybe this happened, but we're going to keep everything buttoned up. Right. Yeah. Definitely a big difference
2: in terms of reaction, which, again you know, goes to show more incompetence. I actually remember as a kid uh, growing up in Louisiana, especially in in the rural areas, that a lot of folks like for New Year's and for other celebrations of note would fire handguns into the air, not Mm -hmm. fully realizing that these bullets eventually come back down and you don't have that much control over where they go. But sometimes they are very close, perhaps a little bit too close for comfort. And so it is something where, yes, I know with with, uh, gunfire, most anything can happen, but when you're just looking at these actions and what's been going on the last three days, how can you not be just a tad cynical?
0: Yeah, (laughs)
1: shoot shoot
0: in the air. Unbelievable. It's true. It's just wild. It's so embarrassing. Like, people don't even want to talk about it. It's just like,
3: oh, my God. And I'm glad we can somewhat (laughs) make light of this, that no one got, like, seriously hurt. Like, we are talking talking about bullets here. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, exactly. A baseball game. Because, like, let's face it. If it did happen inside the stadium, like, you're talking about massive, massive liability, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this story is not over. (laughs)
0: the
2: story's not not. over the story's not over and there was a situation at an oklahoma high school football game where there was gunfire in the area and everybody had to clear the field and that that was absolutely frightening so this is something where it, it it's obviously been an issue for a long time but especially when you're dealing with certain parts of the country where it gets discussed a lot and then they're happening at high profile events like a high school football game or a major league baseball game whatever it is then i mean that's just another level
0: of seriousness i think mm. yeah for sure <laughs> for sure yeah uh it just continues when you think it can't get anywhere sometimes it does at least in the world of the white Sox. how about you ed who are you taking to court <laughs>
2: i i don't know uh it, it is funny uh this was a largely good weekend for me. Uh, we, we saw the yeah. uh, El Segundo Little League baseball team win the Little League World Series on a walk-off. And so everyone around here is actually really excited about it. You know, maybe this is just like the, the local news reporter in me because I did it for a dozen years. But I always mm-hmm. find it interesting that we've scaled back and scaled back and scaled back. Here we have this local team here in L.A. playing in Williamsport, Pennsylvania. And granted, I haven't watched every single station. I haven't watched like all of the coverage, but I didn't see anybody out there. Like all of the like personalized, localized angles were over Zoom or something or FaceTime or something. And it's like, Hmm. this is interesting as far as like the state of local media that one person, I mean, you know, put a backpack on and, you know, go out there and use your phone or whatever. But like no one could actually be in Pennsylvania to cover this team, especially when they were doing well and looked like they were en route to winning a world championship. Instead, you're going to some local bar or something and saying, hey, how, how excited are you, local fans? You could be anybody, instead of actually interviewing uh, players in person or things like that.
0: That's a shame. I don't, I don't like yeah. to see that. I, I I did enjoy watching some of the Little League World Series here and there when I would catch a game on uh, ESPN. It was enjoyable. You know, it was not enjoyable at, at the start of the Little League World Series. It's toxic as it is. And you talked about it earlier. Some of the stupid reactions that that you saw uh, about Dak Prescott. There were people criticizing these kids. Oh my God! Like just oh, shut wow. up. Like oh, like Paul knows this. So like. Okay, all all of the the you know whatever twelve U teams around me, like they would not they're not eligible for this because because of the 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 level that they play. Like some people are like, oh, these twelve year olds aren't even that good because you know they're a lot of the best teams that you'll see in Florida and California in Texas, that play year round. They're so much better than these. It's like shut up. God, I just, some people I just can't stand it's so ridiculous
3: I can't believe that's a real comment by people oh but it is. I will say
0: I'm kind of out,
3: yeah. yeah, out on the low <laughs> League World Series because we we're Babe Ruth we were not eligible and then one time we tried to go to Williamsport all three games got rained out like it rained all day so just oh no childhood childhood trauma I think I'm done yeah you're yeah.
0: done
2: just you all out. out. <laughs> This is Ben Daily presented by Ben MGM. Coming up next, Judah Fortgang from Pro Football Focus joins us with quarterbacks we should be tailing and fading for the upcoming season.